Okay, we are learning Daf Ayn Tes. We're starting a few lines up on Ayn Chesim and Beis, where the Gemara says, second line up in the bottom, Masa Rav Chista. So let's just understand what we learn. We learn a big Yitzvah from Chanina. The Yitzvah was that Shtika, Amenas Lamekat, uh, you can still confirm that you can still annul the nether, you can still remove it days later, even up to 10 days later, he says. And that's an exaggeration, meaning the point is, the halacha that shtika is mekayim the neder, that being silent confirms the neder. And if you're silent on the day of the calendar, day when the neder is made, or 24 hours, according to the other opinion, the neder is confirmed. That's only true if you're shosik without a particular intent. So if you're shosik without a particular intent, that's what the Torah says. After 24 hours, it becomes, the neder becomes confirmed. But where your shtika has a specific targeted intent to distress the wife, in other words, it's not with this idea that I'm really approving the neder, but rather it's just with the intent to distress her. You know, she thinks that her nether is, uh, is safe and really it's not, that kind of thing. So, so in that scenario, it's not going to be outcome after 24 hours, after the day passes, because your intent in your silence was not for approval. And, and, and he agrees, though, that if you're, if you're silent without any intent, then after 24 hours, it's Mekoyim. But if you're, the point that he's making is that if you're Shoysik, I'm a Naslavika, you're specifically intending to distress her, then the Shtika will... Um, will not be Mekayim the Nether, and you're going to be able to be made for the Nether even 10 days later. So the Gemara says, Masr Rav Chista, the Braiser says, The Braiser says there are certain Chumras that Hakama has over Hafara. In other words, in certain ways, being making something is more Chumr than being Mefer. There are certain ways where being made for something has a Chumra over being making something. So we're going to have to, we're going to compare and contrast them one to the other. Now we speak out in what way? The way that hakama is more chamer, even just being quiet, shtika can be mekayim. Right? That's the idea. If you're silent on the day, on the day the nether is made, then the nether is confirmed. So that's based upon shtika. There's no idea that silence can, can, can revoke a nether. It's not like that. Silence doesn't revoke it, just punkfaker. The silence is only a mekayim. Now, the way that the Gemara means it, you're going to say, obviously, it's not really a chumrah and akama over afara. It's just there is no such thing of silence which indicates that you uh, that, that, that you want the nether removed. But the achronim speak out that even if there would be that way, let's say a guy taka was silent because he, he was like trying to you know like ignore his wife because he was upset at her nether. Let's say you know let's say that was the body language. Let's say that was you ask him that was his intent. He ignored her and his ignoring was like he walked out of the room, he stormed out of the room, you know something like that. So you'd say maybe that's how far. Tyrus says, no, it's not. Hafara needs words. Hafara needs words that are set. So the, the chilek that we're saying, it doesn't just mean, silence only means you're confirming. Silence doesn't mean that you're revoking. Even in a scenario where the silence is indicative of your disapproval, it's still not a, it's still not a, a mavato. Shtika can only be mekayim. Shtika cannot be mavato. Moreover, the bride says, Kaim believe, Kaim. Let's say somebody confirms the nadar in his heart, then it is confirmed. And as he says in his heart, it should be confirmed, even though he didn't express it in any way, it's still Makoyim. Let's say a person doesn't give any body language, nothing. He just put, it says in his heart, that's the point that it should be revoked. It doesn't work, right? The one case we had is where you took it and you said to her, This is permitted to you. That might be an expression of how far we learned a couple of days ago. But just how far believe, then that's not, uh, that's not how. Now, if you take a look at Rashi, this is uh, at the Ran. There's a very important Ran here. Hafar belibo in What is the makar that hafar must be said and hafar hafar does not have to be? Zok the Ran. Let's even read it inside. The whole source that 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 kiyam belibo is is because of shtika. 
Since the day of the, when he heard about it passes and he didn't do anything, he is revealed. He wants another approved. So if that's the din, because your silence shows, reveals that you want it, that's Gufa, a source for us now that Hakama believe is sufficient. Because if it wouldn't be that way, and how could, why, why would Shtika do anything? The reason it takes the calendar day is because until the calendar day passes, you don't have the, you don't have the proof. Right? In other words, you don't know. Maybe you're just planning on doing it later. It's only after the calendar day passes that it really is clear that he wants to be making it. And we know from here we're able to derive. As soon as you're making it in your mind, right away, immediately becomes It is no different it is no different than the day of Shmiya passing. Let's go over the Ran. The Ran is saying two important things. First of all, the Ran is telling us that the source that I come up believe is that if I say in my heart, I'm being Mekhaimit, that that's effective, it's confirmed right away, and then I can't annul it. The source for that is Shikab Yom Shama. The way that Shikab Yom Shama works is that it's a proof that you were Mekhaimit. Until the day passes, maybe you're planning on annulling it, but after the day passes, clearly you approve of the nether. That now, that now functions as a source that Hakama can be chal, believe. That's, that's the point that the Ran makes, more or less. Now, there's a couple of points here. First of all, Rabbi Kveger asks on the side of the Gemara, you can even see it in the Gillian Shas. He says, what kind of proof is that? How do we understand that? He says, what's the chisar here? If someone would, he would say, why can't you be made for something believe? What would you answer? I don't know, Devarim Shoblevin and Devarim. What a person thinks is not effective unless you say it. Just like any, any asiyah is like that in the Torah. Anytime you're making a chalois in the Torah, it has to be expressed, it can't be thought. So Rikveger asks as follows, if you're trying to tell me that Hakama is an exception, where's your exception proof from? Shtika b'yom shama. Shtika b'yom shama, you don't say anything, so too Hakama believe. Fret Rikveger, maybe there's a big difference. We know that there's a big rule in Dvarm Shalev and in Dvarm. If you're able to, if it becomes absolutely clear what your das is, even if you don't say it, then it could be binding. Meaning this rule of Dvarm Shalev and Dvarm, that's only true when you don't know what's in your mind. But when it becomes clear what's in your mind, then what's in your mind could be binding. It's called Devarim Shibalibo Belev Kolado. When it becomes clear to everybody what's in your mind, then it is Chao. So why? Because it's clear to everybody when the day passes that you approve of the Nether. That's not that their attacka is not a chisard of Dvarm Shalev and Devarm, because it becomes clear. That's the whole point. When a day passes, it becomes clear. But if a guy right away is Mekhaim in his heart to himself, nobody else knows, he says to himself in his own heart that I want the Nether confirmed, that's a textbook Dvarm Shalev and so what's our proof that Hakama believe is chal? Oh, because Shmiya B'yom Shamo is chal. Maybe Shmiya B'yom Shamo is not a chesar no dvarm shalev. It becomes clear to everybody by the end of the day. It becomes muhach. It becomes apparent, even though he didn't say anything or do anything. But it becomes apparent by the end of the day. How could that be a source for Ekvayger that Kayim Belibo right away is chal? That's one tremendous, tremendous question that Rabbi Kvayger has on the run. The other kasha, the other kasha, which is something which is mamish what we're learning, like Minei Ubei here, what are we coming out? That what's our source that Akama Belev is chal? Really, it's Ram Shavalev. We're answering Shtika B'yam Shama. What's the Yusayi of Shtika B'yam Shama? Shtika B'yam Shama, the pshat is that it's a proof from the fact that he was quiet. We have a proof that, 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 that it must be it must be that he wants to be Mekayim the Nether. Well, how do you think that understanding of Shtiga B'yom Shamo impacts our sugya? What are we learning about? Rabbi Hanina says, someone who is Shoysik, I'm a Nas Lameka, he's not, he's not quiet with intent that he's approving of the Nether, but his intent in the silence is actually to distress his wife. How do you think that should play out according to the Svar? If the Svar of Shtika is that it's just a Hakama belief, that's really what it is. So, so, so that makes what Rabbi Hanina says like must be true, right? Rabbi Hanina is saying that if someone was Shoysik, I'm an Aslam, what's the Halacha? 
is that you could be made for later. If you think about it, it has to be that way. Because what's the, what's the whole way that Shtika works? The whole way that Shtika works on the round is because by the end of the day, it's clear, it's apparent, we know that he wants it. So if he's telling us that he was shows like I'm an so then his shtika didn't do anything. In other words, what we're saying is that the din of shtika is not a din that your silence is like a limit. After 24 hours, after the calendar day, it's too late to annul. That's not the vart. The vart is that 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 that, it, that, that it's a hakama. Just as a hakama believe, after 24 hours, it becomes clear to us. So, so, so what happens if it doesn't become clear to us? What happens if he tells us to show someone as It should be clear then that, that, uh, that it shouldn't be, it should not be Akama. The problem is that the Gemara Mineu Bey is like trying to figure out whether that's true or not. If on the one hand, the round is saying that that's the way Shtigo works, that it's a proof that it's Akama. On the other hand, the Gemara is being Shalkal Vatari, the Gemara is trying to figure out here, Mineu Bey, that whether or not Rab is right. So we have to explore that as we go a little bit wider. Let's see. Continues the the brayzah. If you revoke a vow, you can no longer confirm it. In other words, the point is that 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 it just goes right. One 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 just takes away the other. As soon as there's a far, you can't be mekayim. So the truth is that that point is the other way as well. Once you're making, you can't be made for. So it's hard to understand why it's a chomer or the other. In a chanami, it doesn't necessarily mean it's just expressing the point the Ran says. Anyways, and now we get back to us. It said that hakama is more chomer than afar because shtika is mekayim. So what does it mean? Shtikos mekayim. My lab is showing someone else to make it. The Gemara is trying to ask a kasher Rabbanina. It says silence is mekayim. L'chayra, silence means any type of silence, even silence that's done with intent to distress her. So the Gemara lab is showing someone else to make it. You don't have a raya. Maybe you show someone else to make it. Really, you could be made for later, like Rabbanina said. And when the Bryce said Shosik is is mekayim, it means shtiko that was done with intent to confirm immediately. So then it's just redundant. It says Shtika's Mekayim and it says Kiyim Balibo Kayim. Clearly, there are two different things. There's Shtika Mekayim and there's Kiyim Balibo. Says the Gemara Elabashot Sextam. It's where a case where he was silent without any intent. So, meaning if you're silent without any intent, by the end of the day, then, it, then, 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 then it's Mekayim. That's the first case of Shtika Mekayim. The next case of Kiyim Balibo Kayim is where you positively thought right away, I want it, I want it uh, confirmed. Okay, so the Gemara has not. A slugged up Reb Chanina yet from this bride. So now the Gemara just clears up. Ashkan Chomer Bahafer. The bride started off like we're going to find Chomers about both, but the truth is it only gave illustrations about Chomers of confirmation over, over, over Hafar. Bahafer Bahakim. I mean, Alan Amar Bayochanan Nishal and Hakim Nishal Hafar. The Nafkamina is this is something we learned at the beginning of the parak. If you're making something, you could regret it. Go to a based in and get it removed. The same way you can be matar and neder, you can be matar hakama. Isn't that an interesting concept? You make a hakama. You could be matar your hakama, but you cannot be matar afar. Once I made for something, the neders go. The neder goes away. Even if you go and base it and you're, you're matar it, the neder will not come back. So that's the one chumrah. That's the, uh, the chumrah from afara that you cannot be, you cannot be matar afara. Hakama, you could be matar. Let me ask you a tough question here. Machlik is a very tough one. Let's say a guy was making a nether, right? Make him a nether, Yom Shamo. So it's there, but you can be matter, right? So if he's matter on that day, obviously that's the din, then he can be made for it on that day. But let's say he was making it on that day, making it on that day, and then, I don't know, a few days later, he's matter the nether. Could he be made for the nether? On the one hand, you would say, no, it's after the day of the calendar day. In other words, even if you could take away his akama, but it's after the calendar day has passed. On the other hand, yes, it's after the calendar day, but, but, on the calendar day, he wasn't able to be made for it once he, once he was making it. So this, that he wasn't made for it on the calendar day is only because he was making it. And now he removes the Akama. 
So maybe now this is this is it's like back to the the Yom Shama, his day of opportunity to be made for it. Lamai says Machlok is rejoining him. The Torah paskins that you could be made for even days later, meaning. We don't say that the calendar day has passed because it's not called the calendar day has passed. The day that the nether was made, he wasn't able to be made for it because he had been making. Now that that comma goes away, he can be made for it even if it's not the same day. That's the opinion of the Torah. says in the price, if her husband will be silent about it, so it's the Gemara. The, the pasuk goes on to say it's confirmed because since he was silent. So basically, if you look at the pesukim, you really look through them clearly. There's a lot of extra times the Torah repeats this point that if you're silent on the calendar day, then it becomes confirmed. So the price it says, but the pasuk is actually talking about It's talking gufa about our case. It's talking about a case where the husband was silent, even not intent to approve, but or not even in, no intent at all, but actually with intent to distress. And still, the pasuk is saying the nether becomes confirmed. The price of challenges itself. You're saying the Pasuk was talking about someone who is silent in order to distress and it's still becoming Hokam. Oh, maybe not. Maybe the Pasuk is only talking about someone silent with intent to confirm. But if you're silent with intent to distress, maybe that's not a confirmation. The problem is there's too many phrases. The Pasuk says at the end, because he was silent. There the Torah is telling us the simple Silence, I'm an ask to confirm. What do I do with the extra phrase? So we say, We say that the Pasuk is talking about someone who is silent in order to distress the wife. So what do we see? Black and white in the price of a rejection of Rabkanina. Rabkanina is saying, that, that, that rejection, that, that, that silence on the is not going to confirm the net there. You could be made for even after 10 days. The Baraisa darshan's up from Sukkim. The repetitive point in the Sukkim that silence is Makayim the Nether, that any form of silence, even silence on the and Reb Hanina, is incorrect. How did that all come about? Because there was two psukim. So we said one of them is Shosakwanas Kaim. The other one has to be Shosakwanas Lamekat. Frank the Gemara, the obvious question. We've been dealing with the third type. Remember, one could be with you're quiet, you're quiet with intent to approve, and one could be that you're quiet without any intent at all. Maybe those, those are the two psukim. But if you're silent, Amanas, to distress, where you're for sure not trying to approve the nether, then maybe it doesn't become confirmed. So why is the price up? So moved just because there's two psukim. So it must be that one of the psukim is talking about Shosakam and Aslamekat. Maybe not. Maybe one, the two psukim are one is Shtika without any intent, and one is Shaisik Amanas Lakayim. But in Achanami, Shosakam and Aslamekat, maybe Rabhanina is correct. Why did, we, why did the price reject him? So the Mar says, you say, If you look through the psukim, you'll see there's more than two. There's really three redundant psukim that mention the point that, 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 that silence is Makayim the Nether. Therefore, we, knew, we didn't even attempt that because we knew it was going to be futile. So after all is said and done, what happens now? Rebchanina is rejected. Rebchanina is rejected. We say, even it is the nether is confirmed. So this is where that ha'ara, let's go back to what we were asking in the Ran. It comes back to life. It jumps out at us. What are we coming out? What's the pshat that shtika is mekayim? The Ran said before, the pshat why shtika is mekayim is that if you're silent on the calendar day, it's proof, it's mukhach that you approve the nether. And that gufa now is the reason why it's confirmed. And it also functions as a source that Hakama believe is Chal. Remember, that was the run. How do you know Hakama believe is Chal? Immediately, if a person says to himself in their heart, without saying a word out loud, you just say in your heart, I'm confirming it. How do you know it's Chal, the Hakama, and you can't be made for later? Because, Shtikos Mekayim Yom Shomo. What, what, what does that mean? Shtikos Mekayim Yom Shomo, because it's Muchach, you approved it. I, you didn't say it. It's a Raya, it's not the run. Hakama believe is Chal. But what are we, what are we coming out? That, that the Shtikos Mekayim, even if you didn't mean it. <laughs> the Shtikos Mekayim, even where your intent was, Lamanas Lamekat. Elamai, what's Pshad and Shmiah? 
If you would, after Rab Hanina is rejected, doesn't it really conceptually change the way you view Shmiah? The Pshat and Shmiah is not Pshat, it's a proof that you are approving the Nether, but rather it's a time limit. Stam, the Torah gives a time limit. There's Stam Adin in the Torah that you can only uh, revoke a Nether for 24 hours for, for, on the calendar day. It's got nothing to do with whether you approve it or not. It's got nothing to do with understanding what's in your mind. It's Stam, it's a Din. It's a Din. You only have 20, you only have the calendar day to approve it. So once that's clear, how could we take out from there the halacha? That Kayim Belibai is Kayim. That if you're Makayim it right away immediately in your heart, then it's Makuyim even though you didn't say anything and you can't be made for it. Maybe that's not true. Maybe it's not true. Maybe really, I come out to be making something you have to say. I shtika biyom shamo is makayim the nether. That's another din. After the calendar day is over, it's too late to be made for. It's not pshat because he approved it in his mind. And I know that's not true because even shows the kavanas lamekat becomes makuyim. So it really makes the gemara tremendous caution on what the round took out. So you have to say, and this is what all the achrayim say, that you know what the answer to this is a good Jewish answer. Both dinim are true. What is shtika? The big chakira. What is shtika? Is the pshat that shtika is a proof that he approved it? Is that pshat? Or is the pshat is a time limit? You can't be made for the nether after 24 hours. Which one is it? What's the answer? It's both. Don't jump on me and say, how can it say both? That's goofal with the Gemara Darshan. There's a bunch of extra psukim. The Torah repeatedly tells us that after 24 hours, after the calendar day, you can't do it anymore. What's pshat in that din? There's two dinim. There's one din, stam, it's a time limit. There is such a halacha, it's a time limit. And even where there was no proof, that he meant Almanat, that, that he meant to approve it, still the Maisa, he won't be able to be made for it. After the calendar day, you can't be made for it. But then there's another halach, that when there's Shtika Stam, or shows Shtika Amanas Lakayim, the Pshad is that the Shtika is being Makayim in it, that it's a proof that he wants it, and there's an approval on the Nether. It's of both Dinam are true. So the Maisa, we reject Reb Chanina. Even shows Amanas Lakayim, where it doesn't become confirmed, the Maisa, it's too late, there's Stam, Halach, and Shtika, that it's a time frame. But on top of that, there's another Din, that it's Makayim in and when the Ran was saying that we learn from here that Akama believe is Chav from Shtika Biyam Shamo, he meant from the basic din of Shmiya that it's a proof that he's Mekayimah. Now what are you going to ask? The obvious question. Why do you need two dinim? Meaning once there's going to be Alacha that Shosek HaManas Lamekat is Mekuyam because Stam, there's a time frame that the Torah gives and you can't be made for after 24 hours. So why do I need another Halacha that Shtika is a proof that he approves it and it's Chal that he approved it? Why do you need that? Typically, that anyways there's that other Halacha. That's a good question. You got to come up with nafkeminus why you need the two dinim. But the takeaway, very clear from the approach, from the Gemaras, from the Psilkim, from the way the Ram learns off, is that both points somehow are true at the end of the day. But after all said and done, we reject Rab Chanina, Shosek Amenas Lamekat, you cannot be made for after the day. The Gemara just finishes up another Kasha, Masif Rava. This is classic Gemara. You reject him, then you reject him again. Rab Chanina has a, we have a Kasha Rab Chanina. It says, Nazim Chashecha, remember the woman who made a nether on Chavez. On Shabbos day, right before nightfall, we said, Mei for you could revoke it before Shabbos ends. Why? Because if you don't do it now, you won't be able to do it later. In other words, really, we're reluctant to allow you to be made for the nether. It's not Lutzar of Shabbos, right? But we said, how do we learn up Shabbat? That since if you're not made for now, you're not going to be able to be made for later. The Tana holds, you can only be made for on the calendar day and not for 24 hours. So if you're not made for before Shabbos ends, you're going to lose your chance. Therefore, we allow you to be made for on Shabbos. The kasha is, um, what's the whole nakud that you won't be able to do it later? Because you were silent, be Shamo. But Amai, Levik Shosek is no different than someone who remains silent in order to distress his wife. According to Rab Chanina, if you're silent in order to distress your wife, it doesn't become a kuyim. Why? Because your shtika wasn't in, in, in trying to show that you approved it. Your shtika was just because you were trying to, to distress her. So to hear. Why were you Shosek on Shabbos? Because they couldn't be made for the nether on Shabbos. It's not shy, you were silent on Shabbos because you meant to approve it. So what's the price of saying? What's the mission of saying? That the reason why you can 
can be made for the nether on Shabbos is because afterwards it's going to be too late. Why would it be too late? If the rabbis don't want me to be made for it on Shabbos, then my shtika isn't proving that I approved it. The shtika is just silent because I couldn't do it. And I should be able to do it on Matzah Shabbos. Must be to Yufta. It's a rejection of Chanina. That after the calendar day is over, it's too late to do it, regardless of why you were Shaisik. Even if you were Shaisik because of a different reason, not because you approved the neither. But let's say you were Shaisik because the rabbis didn't want you to be made for on Shabbos. Still, the halacha would be you cannot be made for later. Says the Gemara Masa Ravashi. We tried just yet another Kashan Ravashi. This is the Mishnah. Let's say a husband says, Her husband says, I know that my wife made a nether, but you want to know why I wasn't Shosek B'yom Shomo? The reason I wasn't made for B'yom Shomo is because I didn't know that I could be made for. In other words, the husband was very ignorant. He didn't know the Pasuk and Pashas Matos that a husband could be made for. He's told that about this a week later. He's like, what? I could have been made for? I didn't know that. So what's the halacha? Yafer. And the day that he finds out that he could be made for Nidharim, he could be made for on that day. What's the pshat? I'm going to understand this halacha. What are we saying? It's been a week since the wife made the nether. So no, he, and he heard about the nether a week ago. But if he didn't know that he could be made for, then he could be made for on the day that he finds out. So the Ran learns pshat, very lumdash Ran. What's the pshat? The Torah says you're made for the nether when? On the calendar day of what? When the nether was made? No, that's not what the Torah says. Biyom shama. Vas heis yom shamay. Yom Shammai, what we're darshing is when you know of the neder and your capabilities. Meaning, this has nothing to do with Reb Hanina, this halacha. It's not about understanding what your shmiya is. This is about, about what your, your, your silence, what your shtika means. This is something else. What's the day of hearing? But Yom Shammai doesn't mean the day you heard about the literal neder. It means the day that you're aware of the neder within your capabilities. If you didn't know about the capabilities, then that's not the Yom Shammai yet. However, let's say a little bit more complicated. He knows about the nether and he knows that he can be made for Nidharm. But he doesn't know this type of nether you can be made for. We're going to learn the last paragraph is all about what type of Nidharm you could be made for and what type you can't. So he didn't know that this type of nether fits into the category of what he could be made for. So he can't revoke the nether. Why? Because he was aware of his general rights and he was aware of the nether. Even though he didn't know that his rights allowed him to be made for this nether, it was already called that he heard about the nether. Rameir holds that hearing, like a partial hearing is a hearing. So if you heard, you, you heard the nadir and you know you could be made for Nadarm in general, even if you were unaware you could be made, made for this specific nadir, Rameir holds, it's too late. Lacham say you could revoke it because the Chacham hold, if you didn't know you could be made for this nadir, it doesn't help that you know you could be made for Nadarm in general. If you weren't aware that this nadir falls in your rights, then invite There's no Yom Shama. Fine. So there's a machlokas remeir in the rabbanon whether it's considered whether it's considered yom shamo if you knew about it on a day that you're aware of your general rights but without knowing that this nether falls into that. So gemara regardless even if you hold it is a yom shamo but 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 why does that mean you can't be muffer later according to remeir lamaisa why was he silent lamaisa he was silent because he thought he couldn't do it so meaning even if it is yom shamo. And he, because he was aware of his general rights that he could be made fair, but his silence doesn't prove his approval. His silence is because he didn't know that he could be made for the nether. It must be that, that silence, even Amun Aslam Eikat, is Mekayim the nether. That's not, once the Yom Shamo comes, there's a time limit. After that day passes, you can't be made for. So we reject Reb Chanina. Now it's just a question. What's the Yom Shamo? If I know I could be made for the Dharm, but I don't know this is the type of nether that I could, that's the Machlokas, if that's the Yom Shamo. So we come out of Matzkana, <coughs> we have knocked off our Chanina from three places. And we clearly prove that Shaisa Kaman Aslam Eikat, what is the halacha? You cannot be made for later. Shtika is Mekayim the Nether, even in a scenario where you weren't silent in order with the intent to approve it. 
Now we learned the last parak talks about what type of nadarm you can be made for. Meaning, we're not stop saying you can be made for nadarm. A father or a husband could be, uh, or a husband that definitely a husband. A husband can be made for anything. It's not necessarily true. It's a husband can only be made for certain types of nadarm. Now, there's a big question about whether the father is being discussed in this parak. We actually saw this right in the beginning of the last parak, which is repeated again. Most Rishonim the discussion is for both the father and the husband as well. Meaning, not only we're talking about the husband, we're talking about the father. The Rambam sheet is that a father can be made for any nether. Any nether. The whole discussion is only about the husband. Roy Rishonim the discussion is about both. So, Elon Nadarm Shu made for these and the Nadarim. Let's just learn it like the Ran that the husband or father can revoke. It has to be that it's a type of neder which gives an inoy nefesh to the wife or daughter. What does inoy nefesh mean? So let's just understand where the where the mission is coming from. It's in the puzzle. It says that the the, the, the what it says that it's um kol neder v'chol iser la'anus nefesh. La'anus nefesh reminds me of like yom kippur, you know, like affliction. It's a neder of self affliction. That's what we say. That's the type of nedarim that you could be made for. So the examples, and this is where classic Mishnah, the examples are very hard, and we're going to need analysis tomorrow to understand the examples. The examples are, im erchatz, if I bathe, vim lo erchatz, if I do not bathe, im eskashet, if I wear jewelry, vim lo eskashet, if I do not wear jewelry. So the problem with that is that we don't say within a dharma. We're just saying im. We're talking about the stipulations. So what exactly is an enter of Inu Nefesh? We're left kind of wondering. We'll have to figure that out in tomorrow's daf. But the concept is clear. As we in of self-affliction, the, the illustrations are tough. Those are the examples you gave are not in the Dharma of Inu Nefesh. Says Rabbi Yosef, let me give you clearer examples. The woman said, the fruit of the world is a konum to me. So imagine if a woman is never going to have fruit. Certainly, that is a nether which is Inu Nefesh, and then the husband would be able to remove it. However, let's say she specifically said, the produce of this country is a konum to me. So that's not Inu Nefesh. Why? Because he's able to provide a produce from a different country. It's not Inu Nefesh. Inu Nefesh means that if it's, the nether is around, she'll be afflicted. She's not afflicted if she can't eat produce from this country. She can eat from a different country. Similar idea. She said the produce from this store is konim to me. Any yachalafer, you can't be made for. You get produce from another storekeeper. But if all of his provisions are only from one storekeeper, meaning the guy needs credit. He needs to buy in credit. And there's only one store in town that extends him credit. So then, if his wife says, I'm not going to have fruit from that store, if you can't get it from that store, she's not going to have fruit at all. Then I raise a yachalafer. Then you could, because that will become you Rebiosi's idea is pretty clear. He gives us an example about fruit, is she going to get fruit without it, or is she not going to get fruit now because of the nether? That's what it depends upon, whether it's Inuit Nefesh. Okay, so before we deal with the hard part of the Mishnah, which was what the examples were about if I bathe and if I adorn myself, well, that we'll learn about tomorrow. But today, we're going to focus on the following thing. The Mishnah made it sound like the only nether that a husband or father can be made for is Inuit Nefesh. That's all it is. The only type is self-afflicting Nidarim, but not anything else. Tanya says in a bright The Pasuk goes on to say, these are the, the things that are between husband and wife and between a father and daughter. What are those words? What does that phrase mean? A husband can revoke a nether that is an interpersonal matter between her, her and him. In other words, even though it's only befeish in the Pasuk of a nether of inoy nefesh, something that afflicts her, 
but the, there's another category of a nether which he could be made for. He could be made for something that is between him and her. What's an example? If she makes a nether that she won't have deal with him, right? So that's an interpersonal relationship kind of thing. It's something which, which is going to create a tension between them, friction between them. And the Torah is saying, Bain show that he could be made for. So why did the Mishnah omit that? The Mishnah makes it sound like the only type of nether he could be made for is Nidra Inoy Nefesh. It's not true. There are other types of Nadarm you can be made for. You can be made for Nadarm that are Beino, Leveino, things that create a friction between her and him. So the Gemara answers, you know why that's not in the Mishnah? Amri, Halin, Halin, Mafer. Right, your premise of your question is correct. You could be made for both Nadarm. Miu, however, Inoy Nefesh made for Laola. When a husband is made for a Nadar of Inoy Nefesh, it remains forever revoked. In other words, when you're made for it, even though you're only made for it, at the time that you're a husband, you can't be made for if you're not a husband, but, but, but the hafara is chal forever. It's an eternal chalos. The chalos, the nether will never come back. But if it's not an inu nefesh type of nether, it's just something, which affected him. It's just something of being all the way afar. It's like, it's just like a block. It's like a freeze on the nether. While she's married, the nether is not in effect. But once he divorces her, the nether will take effect. So we're saying like, let's say she said, you know, she's not going to have bia. So that he could be made for her because while they're married, that's going to affect him. But once they're married, that doesn't affect him. And therefore, there's like a, a built-in limit to his koach of His koach of is only while they're married. As soon as the, they divorce, then the, 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 the nether will set in. So if it's a nether of Inuit Nefesh, let's say she said, I'm not going to have any fruit in the world. It's not in the way that it affects him. It's not that it's afflicting to her. So when he's made for it, he's made for it forever. And even after divorce, then the chalais doesn't come back. And if she says, let's say, I'm not going to have bia, so the reason why he's made for it is because it affects him. So the hafar only is in effect while they are married. Says the Gemara, that's not true. But I'm sorry, first the Gemara just clarifies, and it's unclear what the Gemara is adding here. It's, it's pretty pretty obvious point. This whole point is which don't have inu nefesh. If it's something of inu nefesh, then the nether will not take effect after the divorce. Those two lines in the Gemara that we showed them are like, we don't really know what they're adding. Okay. So, Frek, the Gemara, is this true? You're saying that if it's not inu nefesh, he's made for it, but when he divorces her, it comes back. Frek, the Gemara, is that true? It says in the Mishnah. And what's the, what's the Mishnah discussing? Just a little bit of background. A woman made a nether that her husband can't get any benefit from her maiseyadai. Maiseyadai means like her, her handiwork. So, so, so what's the halacha? So, so the truth is that a husband has a right to his wife's handiwork. So, so one Tana says that you don't even have to bother being made for her nether because it can't take effect. She is, her, her, my handiwork is mishubed to her husband. So if she says her handiwork is also to you, so then it doesn't mean anything. The nether doesn't take effect at all. However, it says in the Mishra, No, the husband should revoke the nether. Why? Maybe he'll divorce her. If he divorces her, the shibud, that he has a right to her handiwork is paka, which means that at that time, the nether will go in effect. You know, she made a nether now, her handiwork is also to her husband. So right now, the nether doesn't go in effect because it's Meshubit, it's owed to her husband. But it, were it he to divorce her, then the nether would go in effect because the Shebud would be off. Therefore, if the husband is smart, what would he do? He'll be made for it now. Why? What does he gain? Therefore, when he divorces her, the nether will not be in effect. And, and, and it leaves him always open to the possibility of him benefiting from her handiwork. And if, you think, and, and if you think about it, why is that always smart? Because when you divorce a woman, there's always that side you might take her back, right? That's always the classic thing. There's always the possibility. So if he wasn't made for her and the nether went into effect when he divorced her, then he's gonna, he'll never really be able to take his wife back because since the nether is chal after divorce that says now he can't benefit from the handiwork, how are you going to remarry a woman that you can't benefit from her handiwork? 
So what he's smart, he's made for now. So therefore, the nether will not be in effect after divorce, and it leaves the opportunity for him to take her back. So what do I see from here? We see handiwork, right? That's not what type of nether is that? That's not inoy nefesh. She said, "My handiwork is also on you." That's a net, That's the darm shabenu levena. That's not. That's something that affects him. That creates friction between them because he can't benefit from her stuff, but that's not the dharma of Enoi Nefesh. And yet, what's Rabbi Yilcham Anuri saying? You should be Mefer. Why? So that it won't go in effect after divorce. Clearly, when you're Mefer, something that's Beinu Leveinu, it's not going to go in effect after divorce. If it would, there's no point in being Mefer. Remember, it's not Chal at all while they're married because it's Meshubit. The whole point is that it would be Chal post-divorce. And that's what Rabbi Yilcham Anuri is saying. Mefer it so that it won't go in effect after divorce. So what do we take away? If you are made for Devarim Shabbat Levina, they don't go in effect after divorce. Mamash against what we said. So the Gemara answers Amri, Halin, Valin, Hafar. Really, both in Devarim Shabbat Levina and Nidrian and Nefesh are good. Hafara and they, they, go, they are in effect even after divorce. Not like what we said. What is the distinction then? Why did our Mishnah not mention Devarim Shabbat Levina? Ella. When you're mefer a netter, you know a nefesh, the hafara is chal even clapping other people. In other words, it doesn't make a difference whether the woman could theoretically still be married to him or not. In other words, let's just go over the halacha. When you divorce a woman and she marries somebody else, you can never take her back again. If you divorce a woman and she doesn't marry somebody else yet, you could take her back. If she marries somebody else, you can never take her back. So let's say I was made for her netter of inoy nefesh, and then she gets divorced. Even if she marries somebody else, my hafara is still kind. Let's say she said. The fruit of the world is also on me. Neder of Inoy Nefesh. If you're made for a neder, it's forever in effect. Whether or not there's an opportunity, a possibility of you taking her back or not, even if she gets married to somebody else, the afar is still kind. But in Ben Inoy Nefesh, if it's not a neder of Inoy Nefesh, if it's let's say she said, My handiwork is also on you, something like that. As long as there's still a possibility of her coming back to him, the afar is kind. In other words, even if he divorces her, the afar is kind until she gets remarried. When it's only relative to other people, in other words, once there's no a possibility of her ever being back together with him in a relationship, then the hafara is no longer in effect. So let's say she said, my handiwork is also to you, and he's made for it, that it will be in effect after the divorce. Yes, but it will not be in effect after she marries somebody else. And the lumdus is so clear. Why are you able to be made for the Dharma of Inoy Nefesh so that this woman shouldn't be in pain? Even if she doesn't become your wife anymore, and there's no possibility of her being your wife anymore, that far is still there. It's about her. But the Ram Shabbat 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 you're right about far is about you about the possibility of you being in a relationship with this woman, with that nether. So the hafara is chal, and it's chal even after divorce, but only because there's a possibility of you taking her back. Once she marries somebody else, and that closes the window of opportunity, it's never going to happen, you're going to take her back. So then the hafara will cease to exist. That's the way we understand our Mishnah. These are the type of nadarm that you can be made for eternally, no matter what, Unconditionally, the only nadarm that you can be made for that are like that are inoy nafesh, because any other nether, like Tvarm Shabbat Levina, even if you could be made for it, but it's going to be limited. It's only going to be limited to a, to, to a time when it's relevant to, to you, when you could theoretically take her back. But once she had gotten married to somebody else, then you would not be allowed to be made for a nether Shabbat Levina. Okay, we'll hold.